Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are once again live for another episode of On That Bullshit. With me, your host, Freddy Loso, with my co-host, the man himself, Biggie. Yes, sir, we back. We're back off hiatus. We took a, we took a little break because our hearts were so fucking broken. Uh, Distraught. Uh, so yes, yes. Even a week later, we're still dealing with the pain because uh, we're real fans. Uh, shit is whack, man. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> we, we watched it together. You got to see a little bit of my um, superstitiousness, I may say. I am, so you guys know, I'm very superstitious when it comes to watching sports, especially playoffs. If I'm in a certain spot and the team's doing good, hey, I ain't moving. So something fucks up <laughs> or something happens, I'm not moving from that spot. I went, <laughs> this is how deep it goes. Madi, my wife, has adapted some of these streets to where a few okay. years ago, we were watching the Yankees playoffs, and I think they had hit a home run while we were outside having a smoke. And I had come inside just before, just before they hit it. They hit it, and she stood outside until they got out of that inning. And was like, well, they were doing good while I was out here. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't fucking it up. Yeah. I respect it. I respect it. And, you know, I can attest to that, man, because, you know, that whole time we were sitting there watching the game, you were in the least comfortable chair in that, that I have in my whole house. Like, you have the chair that if you're the last person that comes to a gathering, you got to sit in that chair because that shit is like, it's, it's mad uncomfortable. And I was like, and then for a split second, I'm like, you know, he was sitting in a more comfortable chair like 15 minutes prior to the game started, so I said, you know what, there's something, there's something behind this, this, this technique and this strategy right here, so I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna mess up his, uh, his, his little, uh, yeah, his rhythm he got going on here, man, but, yo, I, oh my god, where do we start? Where do we start, bro? Excuse me, where do we start? What was the most heartbreaking in that loss? Was it losing to Kansas City again? Was it Josh missing digs on that crossing route that would have gotten them the first down? Because he was there wasn't so anybody wanna, within fifteen yards. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that play, right? Mm. I would say that the most disappointing because as as strange as it sounds, right? When Bash missed that kick at the end. It it didn't break my heart any. Yes, it, it hurt. It didn't. But it wasn't. It wasn't like oh, it wasn't. We lost it. For us. It wasn't it. No. And I'm gonna tell you why it wasn't it for me. Because even with that last drive, right when uh, you know when Diggs dropped that pass and you know he threw that ball in the back of the end zone to Shakir, he obviously didn't catch it, but. Even as I was sitting there watching, I was thinking to myself, 
if we were going to win this game, we would have been leading by now. Yes. I still, I still, you know, be that as it made it, the defense was doing well towards the end there. I still feel like, all right, even if they score, you're still giving Patrick Mahomes the ball back with a minute and plus change. I just, I didn't. I didn't. I'm not, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you, man. I just, I did not have the confidence in our team going down the stretch to feel like that they were going to pull out the win. I just, yeah. Our I, defense I, didn't have it that We could, like, they, for me, Go ahead. You know, for me, when that ball fumbled out of the end zone and we got that ball back, that right there should have been the moment that I was like, all right, yo, this is it. This is, we got this. This is the mm-hmm. moment. But you know what? You know what? You know what killed us? The same thing that's been killing us for the entire season. Whatever our flow is at the time is the same flow that we carry out for the next half, like the rest of the half. You know, if, we, if we're going high, we're going high. If we're going low, it's very consistent. Either way, it's consistent, man. Like, we, we've never really that this season have been that team that, uh, like, things go wrong and something happens and it's just, all right, we're we, we back on track. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's so hard for us to to, to kick back in the gear because we, we're a very half-driven team. And once we came out and we scored that one time at, at, after the second half, it was like we just couldn't get it going, man. And then what made it worse is when you see the Chiefs, their defense is kind of picking up the pace now. They're getting pressure on Allen. They're shutting down our, our receivers. They're clogging up the middle. And it's like – one team was gonna start. One team's defense was gonna start getting it together first, and Kansas City, once their defense started figuring it out, man, I kind of, I kind of started sensing the end, bro. So that's why when the game ended, I was like, you know, <sighs> bro, it, eh, same old shit. It was like a kick to the nuts. Like for me, watching it. I don't know if it almost felt to me at least like I know everybody's got everybody's got their opinions on how how it went but it almost felt like we got out coached that second half on defense. I can like, agree with that. We got one stop in the in the first half and that was at halftime. Mm-hmm. Their punter didn't come out again until fourth quarter. That was the first mm-hmm. time we saw him all fucking night. And to be honest, with the coaches that are out there, Belichick, Vrabel, how are we not looking at, at least kicking tires on that? McDermott, trust me, not not a horrible coach. But it almost seems like he's reached his ceiling mm. that he can get us to the championship game, but we ain't going past that. And we ain't been back to that championship game since 
what, 21? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I hate to say it, man, but I think I think you have a hell of a point, bro. And I really didn't think too much of that, really, until these past, like, 24 to 48 hours. And it only it only kind of makes you think, man, like, has he fucking reached the ceiling? Like, it has, how much further can he take this team? Like, is, it, is the narrative kind of getting stale? I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I think we need to make quite a bit of changes in this offseason because you cannot carry this team that you had this yep. year into next year with all of these other teams that are getting so much better. Remember, Burrow was injured. Yeah. You know? Uh, and who, Herbert, uh, Herbert just got the fucking QB whisperer. Come on. You know Harbaugh's a fucking QB whisperer. On, Herbert's going to have an MVP on. year. I'll tell you that shit right now. Fucking 127-24. Herbert's going to be in top five for the for the MVP. I guarantee it. Not to mention, not to mention you got C.J. Stroud, who's going to be coming into his second year. Yeah. You know? And the kid from uh, the Colts, Richardson. Come on. He's going to turn it up, too. Listen. I'm going to be honest. I'm not too worried about our offense because I think our offense can hang with the best of them. If our defense doesn't get significantly younger in this offseason, I think next year is going to be a rough one. And, and that's just really – that's just really – there's so many guys on our defense right now that I would like to say do sayonara, like just – Pack up and, and get the fuck out. It's time to go. You know, bro, like, I wanted to thank you. I wanted to add to that McDermott point. When we lost mm-hmm. in that championship game, mm-hmm. you remember that that fourth quarter he took over defensive play calling. And we lost. The thirteen second game. Yep. And the overtime. Yeah. He took over there. He did it again in the um against the Bengals last year when we lost. Yeah. So I'm like, either we yeah. get we get a DC that he lets him take the reins, or we cut him loose. You know what? Also, um, we really have to take into account. And you know, I heard someone on ESPN say this a couple of years ago. How much of Josh Allen's psyche? Do you think we have to take into effect here? Like, you're talking about year after year of, like, devastating fucking season-ending losses. And not only are they devastating season-ending losses, you're talking about games where he's putting the team on his back, man, and it's like they're just not helping him out. Like, not for nothing. 24 points should have been enough. It should have. Against a top defense, that should have been enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're talking about you guys made one or two of those stops. We would have won the fucking game. Yeah. You know, like, why Why are we coming down to the last drive of the game and putting – and granted, everybody should make their fucking plays. I don't want to bail anybody out. Bass should have made that field goal. Diggs mm. should have caught that pass. Uh, you Allen's, know, Allen's got to make that throw. Like, I know he they say he was 
disrupted and he got hit. But any other time, I think he makes that throw and it's a touchdown in any other game. But you're talking about putting up 24 points against a pretty good fucking defense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That should have been enough. You know, and I, I, I hate to, oh God, I hate to do this. But you you got to, you know, you just got to give credit to the Chiefs. Yo, oh man. Oh man. Spagnolo, man. Oh man. He's a fucking defensive oh. whisperer. He did it to Brady twice oh. in the Super Bowl. Oh, he knows how to do it. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it against Lamar this week, but if he does, sit. More power to him. Listen, listen, bro. I, I, you know, it's documented that you know my feelings against Patrick Mahomes and, and all of this Taylor Swift shit that they they they're making us suffer through. But again, you got to give credit to that team. And I said I said this earlier this week. I'm starting to feel like or get the sense of what it felt like to be a Red Sox fan and watching the Yankees go to the World Series over and over Every and year. over again. And then you got Derek Jeter all on the news. Just all of this other shit, man. Like Patrick Mahomes is our Derek Jeter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's in all the fucking commercials and all of this other shit. And you got uh, 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 Travis Kelsey is in the mix. And then, and then you got his brother now all over TV. Like, not for nothing. How many years has Jason Kelsey, Kelsey been in the league? I ain't heard nothing about this dude since his brother started winning. I don't I'd know. Maybe love, that's just me. I'm not, I'm not going to hate. I love Jason Kelsey. He's like my fucking spirit animal. Watching him at the games, watching him go around the tailgates, watching him like fucking pound beers jump out, pound more beers with the fans. I'm like, yo, this dude, if he was our center, yeah, that would be the one offensive lineman jersey I'd buy yeah. right there. I know. It's not easy to not fucking like that guy. You know mm-hmm. what it's like? You ever, seen that, you ever seen that movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yes. With a dude, he meets the guy that was fucking his girl the whole time. And he's like, <laughs> Oh, I want to hate you so bad, but I can't. <laughs> God damn, bro. Like, like you know, this shit. what is it, Talladega Nights? When he's like, oh, I hate you. I forgot I hate you. Stop talking to me. <laughs> what, what car do you want me to pick you up in? You want me to pick you up in the Hummer? I'll pick you up in the Hummer tomorrow. I'll see you. Oh, my God, man. This shit is torture. This shit is torture, bro. It's torture. I, 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 you know, and and you know, you were there. You saw all all the, all the stuff that I had going on at home. It was just a oh god. What a Bro, I tell you, I tell you one thing for all our listeners. That was the most quiet car ride I've ever had <laughs> with with Big E. We have oh, driven all the way to Buffalo. And six hours, both ways. Oh, more than that. Yeah, more than that. Bro. And more not that. a silent moment that whole weekend. This car ride, I get sometimes like 
I don't know how to act. Like, awkward silences. Like, I, I almost feel like I got to say something. And I'm like, damn. I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm going to tell you how bad it was. So, excuse me. You got to excuse me, bro. I just ate fucking like 15 chicken wings. Now I'm down in this 1800 coconut tequila. <laughs> Which is delicious, by yeah, the way. That yeah, shot last yeah, weekend is absolutely delicious. Yo, bro. Yo, bro, look. Oh, my God. Hey, hey. Cheers up. I've still got the big, the build, the build shot glass over here. Yo, let me tell y'all how bad it was. Immediately following the game, we get in the car, and I'm going to drop him off at his house. Right? <laughs> so my wife is at his house with his wife because they're doing like a, you know, they don't want to deal with the whole, they know what it's like, man. Like, they, they, it's just a lot of chaos. They, live, they live with us, so they know. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, Dude, you know what? You guys do what y'all going to do. We're going to, you know, just live it up, right? I dropped my boy out, boy off at his house. I don't even wait for my wife to come outside, bro. <laughs> it's true. I left. She was like, this motherfucker. I, I mean, listen, she had her own car. I don't want y'all to think I just left that. <laughs> but I didn't, you know, come in to check on her, make sure she was good. I didn't care, to be honest with you. I just wanted to go home. I just wanted to go in my room, turn the lights out. Like a candle? Yeah, I wanted to throw on some Sade, draw me a nice bath, you know. I don't care if y'all say that shit sound gay. I was depressed. Y'all <laughs> was fucking depressed, man. Y'all was so fucking bad. I was so bad. <laughs> my so my bad. favorite line, my favorite line on that car ride, your brother goes to us, hey, man. Shout out! Shout out to Evan. He goes, mm-hmm. you know, we should just we should root for OBJ because he's he's from New York. He came from the Giants, <laughs> and immediately, I feel like we didn't even hesitate. From both of us was man, fuck OBJ and his bitch ass. Yeah, yeah, fuck him. What are you talking about? Listen, listen. Now's not the time to look on the bright side. It's too early for that. All right, we can look on the bright side now because it's like a week later and shit. But right, want to hear that shit right then? It's too fresh. It's too fresh. Yeah, shut up and give me my hoodie back, motherfucker. You're not even the bill. Man. <laughs> oh oh man. shit! Like like Denzel in American Gangster. Take the damn glasses off your face. <laughs> Take them off. And bro, That's I was hyped. I, going into that game, hype. National Anthem's playing. I'm pacing back and forth in your dining room like I'm about to go out there. Man. Man. Oh, crazy. Listen. Listen, bro. Uh, so, now that we done got that shit out, who you looking, what are you looking for to happen tomorrow, man? I think... I think Ravens, and as much as I don't want the Niners to win, and how much I'm rooting for the Lions, I'm going to go Lions. I'm going to say Lions 
Ravens Super Bowl. Just something about the way that team is together. Like, after they won the game, it wasn't, man. It wasn't like, yeah, man, I did this and I did that. Everything was, we play together. We, us, Mm -hmm. this town. Like, they're so united that I haven't seen that in a team in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's always been like, oh, yeah, man, you know, this guy did his thing and he did this and he did that. And it's like everything you hear from the Lions is, man, we love each other. That's my brother. This is, you know, this we're doing this for each other. There's no it doesn't seem from the outside like there's egos. It just, yeah. it just seems like they're so cohesive. And, you know, as much as I do growing up watching sports, those teams are the ones that make it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, man. And and, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm I'm look I'm I'm hoping for a Detroit Baltimore Super Bowl too. Uh not only because uh I'm so sick of seeing the Chiefs in the playoffs and <laughs> we already seen we've seen the forty nine is there. We've seen like I'm 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 disinterested. If Detroit, I don't care. Even if Baltimore does make it to the Super Bowl, if the 49ers get there too, I'm probably not going to watch. Uh, the only way I'm probably going to watch the Super Bowl is if Detroit gets in. Uh, also, not to mention, what about a, a fucking Detroit-Baltimore Super Bowl? Can you think of a blacker Super Bowl than two other towns fucking Baltimore and Detroit? Like, God damn, bro. If Detroit <laughs> makes the Super Bowl, right? Detroit makes the Super Bowl. Over, under, we see Eminem at the halftime show performing with Usher in some way, shape, or form. Bro, come on. Right? Mm. It's, it's crazy. I will, and then, I, will, I will say this. Go ahead. <clears throat> I will say this. I do think Eminem seems like the kind of person that would remove himself from that situation. Like, he probably mm-hmm. wouldn't want to take the spotlight off of Usher. Uh you know, that is a big accomplishment, being able to perform at the Super Bowl. And Usher, uh, not Usher, Eminem, wasn't he, he was there last year, or was it the year before? Year before. They were in, uh, in L.A. Yeah, they yeah. were in, uh, Which, in, nope. in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, I think, I think a Detroit-Baltimore Super Bowl is probably the only one that I can enjoy. Also, I'm, I'm pushing for Detroit because their fan base is a lot like ours in the sense that mm-hmm. We've been suffering for a long fucking time. Like a long time. 100%. Yeah. A long, a long time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm really rooting for them. I'm not hating against the Chiefs or the 49ers. I don't want that to come across like I'm, I'm hating. I just I want to see it for them because it's, it's, a, it's a feel-good story. You know what I'm saying? And, yo, Dan Campbell is a hell of a fucking coach, too. Awesome coach. And awesome, you know, I'll, I'll take it a little movie. further. I'm a hate. Fuck Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I like Travis Kelsey, but if Mahomes wasn't his quarterback, I'd like him even more. Um, but there's an interesting stat. No team that has beaten Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills since Josh Allen has been there has made it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> They have not won their next playoff game. 
Well, hey, I'm just saying. Let's see if that let's see if that shit holds up tomorrow. Yeah. Mm. So are you saying that like the Josh Allen is like the fucking Shang Tsung of, of football? That's what it seems he's like. Taking people's, he's taking people's souls with him. Like that. That I like the sound of that. I'll take I it. I like the sound of that. I'll take I'll that take shit. It. Well, listen, man. It should be a, it should be a good one tomorrow. I know we're expecting some more fucking snow in the morning. You know, looking forward to that. For that shit. I need to be yeah. eighty degrees plus somewhere oh. with a drink in my hand and some sand in my feet. Oh. You know, I can't. I can't wait. Like me and Bree were talking, bro. Like this. You know, I, I don't give a fuck if we got a stowaway in the cargo port of an airplane. We are going somewhere this year. We've been slacking. Years, man. I just I gotta I gotta get out of here, bro. City city is crazy, crazy right now, man. You you need to get yourself somewhere warm. I've got the flag right here indicating where you need to go. You know, I got the PR flag hanging up proudly behind me. But bro, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you how bad it is. Earlier I was looking at a video of South Korea and I was like <laughs> Oh, I got it. Damn, that's just nice. Yeah, yo, it was beautiful. They look like they got good food. And, you know, then reality started to click, kick in. I'm like, what the fuck is your black ass going to be doing in South Korea? Other than getting pointed at. <laughs> it's Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> I know you. Oh, fuck you. Oh man. Listen, man. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. Yo, so, yo, bro. So go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the past two days in the mm-hmm. wrestling world, things have shaken up tremendously. <laughs> for, for those of you that don't know, Vince Ooh, McMahon. Another shot for this one. Vince McMahon is out. We go into it in further details on our other show, the Sports Frenzy Podcast, sold out, our wrestling show. So if you want to get more into it, we we dive deep into that. But Vince McMahon, if these allegations and everything are true, that's one sick motherfucker, man. (laughs) Jesus Christ. If you guys... Read the transcripts. Read all that stuff that came out. It's pretty wild. Insane. And they've they've given him the Chris Benoit treatment on the website. They have wiped it clean of anything to do, any references of Vince McMahon. They had Uh. shirts out for the Royal Rumble. Because remember, he won a few years in the late 90s, right? Early 2000s. They had a shirt out. That shit has been removed, deleted, and packed up and sent to somewhere in Africa with the NFL. Uh, (laughs) They got, well, they're going to get two shipments. They're going to get the shirts from this week, and then they're getting the shirts from Vince McMahon. Because that shit's on its way. 
crazy, man. Lots of, a lot to unpack here, but let me just start by, by asking you this. Yo, isn't it crazy that, and I, and I don't know this for a fact because I don't know this other than right now when I'm about to ask you. Isn't it crazy that not one person that you heard about, you know, these allegations being made, like not one person has gone, he didn't do that. Yeah, not one person. <laughs> Not one person has come out and been like, nah, Vince wouldn't do that. Nah, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Mind you, Not Vince man. this is the same dude that, you know, quote unquote, helped Jimmy Snooker get away with murder in Pennsylvania. Went down there, paid the local police chief $45,000 or $100,000. If you guys want to dive more into that and know more about it, Dark Side of the Ring, Jimmy Snuck episode goes full details into that. They even talk to the police chief. Check that out and let us know what you guys think. So before we go a little further down this road, mm-hmm. right, I just got a question. Who do you think plays Vince McMahon in the 10-episode series saga on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Because there was, there was supposedly a Netflix series coming out about him. Or about WWE or something like that. Oh, I know that shit is on hold now. Yeah. I don't even know, man. Yo, bro. bro. It's wild. Absolutely bro. insane. Absolutely ridiculous. Yo, I don't, I don't even, yo, usually I would have a, a bunch of shit, like, in my head, but like, yo, I, I'm fucking speechless about this shit. Bro, I was, I was waiting for you to jump on the fact that he was naming the dildos after wrestlers. You didn't read that part? Oh, man, you got to dive oh, deep so into that shit. You got to dig. See, now you got to. You got to put me on game. You got to put me on game because I, I haven't read a transcript. I haven't. The only the only thing remote to names and all that shit that I know about is the Jeffrey Epstein list that came out. That, by the way, P.S. If people have been getting random Jeffrey Epstein lists and you see that your name is on it, it's me, motherfuckers. I've been editing and creating my own <laughs> my own Jeffrey Epstein. List. That was. <laughs> The absolute best this week. He did that in our group chat with some of our boys. Shout out to Craig and shout out to to Big Pat. I'm driving. I'm driving upstate to pick up my son from college. And I see the list. So, you know, I'm just like kind of scrolling and driving. And I look down and I see our boy Craig's name on it. And I could not, when I tell you I could not stop laughing, I had to call my wife because I was laughing so hard and I needed to share it with someone because I was alone in the car by myself. I was dying, bro. Dying. Yo, yo, let me tell you something. I don't even know what the hell gave me the idea to start doing that, but you should see some of the fucking responses that I was getting from people <laughs> that I was just putting, yo, I was getting like, yo, this isn't funny. Well, who said this? 
is this is this legal? Like, should I contact a lawyer? Oh God, yo, I was getting all kinds of fucking. That's hilarious. That's hilarious, bro. Bro, that shit was dying, bro. Dying. But yo, back to back to the Vince. Are you telling me that Vince McMahon was naming sex toys after wrestlers? Yes. In the transcripts, it was saying that he would use names of wrestlers for different sex toys. Like, I, I, I didn't dive too deep, but like the memes that were going around, I couldn't, couldn't look at them, couldn't not look at them. I'll put it that way. So it was like. Vince McMahon's face, a line of sex toys, and the <laughs> the colors on the I sex saw toys. That. I saw that and did not know what the fuck it meant. Now yes. I do. Now, now I do. It was it was different dildos and they were like themed after <laughs> Yes. Like Kane and the Big Show. Yep. Roman Reigns. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's what apparently what happened. And from what they say, Brock Lesnar was also named in the suit. And he was trying to set up play dates with this one. So Lesnar was supposed to appear, supposedly, in the Royal Rumble that's going on as we speak. There's final two. It's Cody Rhodes and CM Punk right now. Um, he was supposed to appear and was pulled from it. Again, not surprised at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, and I got a lot of love for Brock Lesnar. He's done a lot for all the businesses that I've seen him participate in, UFC, WWE, all that shit, man. But, again, I'm not surprised. Not even in the least. Of the yeah. That, goddamn, man. Yeah. God Wild. damn. Wild. Damn, but bro. On a brighter note, <clears throat> NBA season is in full swing. MLB is right around the corner. I'm getting pumped for it. I'm waiting for the show to come out. I got little man telling me he wants to go and see more stadiums, which fills my heart because that was my dream as a kid to go to all MLB stadiums. Um, Yo. Go ahead. Yo. You mentioned the NBA, right? You know, I... uh, I haven't been watching too much basketball other than the little bit of highlights that, you know, I see every now and then on YouTube or ESPN or uh, one of these shows that I watch or hear Cam and Mace talk about it on their, on their show. Uh, I went to the Knicks Wizards game the other day. My brother was in town. I wanted to take him and Mace out. Uh, it was, it was all right. I, I just, it's so hard to watch basketball now. Like if you were a fan of, Watching the, watching basketball in the 90s, even like the early 2000s, 
every 10 seconds it's a foul. Uh, you got the referees, they have to explain every reason why they blew the whistle. And it's just, it, 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 it takes the fun out of it, right? But here's why I bring it up. I see earlier this week the guy, uh, Joel B scored 70 points, right? I was, that's exactly where I was going. Go ahead. Okay. All right. And then almost immediately after, or like a couple of days later, uh, Luka Doncic scores 73 points. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but whatever happened to that old adage that defense wins championships? Does anybody fucking play defense anymore? Bro, you're missing two other guys that on the same night that Embiid went for 70, Carl Anthony Towns went for however many, 69, something like that. And then the That's night that, that Luca went for 73, um, Booker went for 70. I'm like, I don't want to hear shit anymore. I'll preface it this way. I don't want to hear shit anymore about the era that LeBron plays in is tougher than Jordan's. When you got, you got four motherfuckers in less than a week from each other going for 70 each. Fuck out of here. Swerve me with that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that shit is crazy, man. Yo, that shit is, that, it, it, it's, it's like, and so, so back to it, right? Like, even the other night I'm at the Garden, right? And mm-hmm. I'm watching the Knicks play. And the the most expensive the goddamn arena in the fucking United States. Yo, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, bro. I got, between the three of us, pause, I'm going to pause it. We got two hot dogs, right? Uh, a few drinks or whatever. That was it. Almost fifty dollars for that, man. And I, I'm I'm looking at the the price of these fucking two hot dogs, and I'm like, are y'all using real dicks? Like, why the fuck are these hot dogs so expensive? Like, goddamn! Like, there's a dude outside selling hot dogs for two dollars. I could have snuck them shits in here. Are you out of your mind? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Any of this. Where, where are you sneaking those in, bro? <laughs> where are you sneaking? God damn it. God. Fucking... Before you keep going, Cody Rhodes has won the Royal Rumble. He oh, is man. going to WrestleMania. He eliminated CM Punk. But I'll add on to that. I went to U- the UFC that was there not, not too long ago at MSG. Three beers and a bottle of water, $70. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. Three three tall boys and a water. That's, yo, come on, man. Come Fucking on, man. crazy. Bananas. Mind you. What are we doing? Mind you, I was good with it because the tickets were free, 50 free. And... <laughs> I was good. Shout, shout out to my boy Bobby, but yeah, the prices were ridiculous. 
And then you start drinking, you start getting hungry, you've been there for a while. I got some bomb-ass spicy chicken tenders. Those are right. Man, fuck that. I called my brother and Mason. I said, listen, we'll go to McDonald's after this shit. I'm not, I'm not buying nothing else here. Like, not a damn thing. My brother was, my little brother was like, oh, can we go to the shop to see how much a jersey is? I said, no. <laughs> I'll fucking make you a, I'll make you a jersey when we get back home. I'm not, no, we're not even, we don't even need that's, to know how much they cost. That's the absolute worst place to buy a jersey. Yeah. Like, nah, Anywhere in a stadium? Like, no. It's the worst. No. It's the absolute worst. No, no. Fuck that. So, so we're at the game, and I'm watching this dude, Brunson, from the Knicks, who's a phenomenal player, by the way. He reminds me a lot of uh, watching him. It, it, it reminded me of watching Allen Iverson, how he used to play. You know, a smaller guard, uh, very good uh, ball handling skills, really good with his physicality, getting in them out of the lane, creating his own shot. But even as I'm watching, and I'm like, Damn, this guy doesn't pass the ball at all. Like, he gets the fucking ball, holds on to it for about 10, 15 seconds, and that's it. Like, that's, that's the offense. And I'm thinking to myself, is this how the NBA is now, like, all throughout the league? Like, motherfuckers just get the ball, pass it one time, and be like, yo, listen, if you pass in this ball, I'm keeping it. Like, is that just, is that just what they do now? Bro. I don't, I don't remember seeing a point guard that facilitates anymore. When was the last time you saw a true point guard like Stockton that would give you 20-plus assists a night? Hmm. That's just unheard of. And, I'm going to be honest. You know, they, they give you the bullshit that Russ... Yeah, Russ would facilitate. Fuck that bullshit. Russ, yeah. Russ padded his fucking stats. And don't yeah. get me started on him and... It's a strong opinion, all right? I'm going to preface it that way. Him and his bitch ass complaining about every fan yelling at him and talking shit from the sidelines and getting people kicked out. If you can't deal with that shit and zone it out, the f- you ain't never going to win a championship. I'll preface it that way. The greats will go into a hostile environment and smile at those motherfuckers mm-hmm. and, and keep yeah. it moving. You think Jordan got people kicked out because he got butt hurt because they said he was overrated? Suck out of here. Yeah, yeah, I kind of got it. I got to agree with you on that one. Like, this like, this yeah, is what that, happens. That just, this is what happens after hours when you start giving us a couple drinks and we start getting loose. Pause. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, yo. Yeah. Pause. Pause. I pause. Crazy, bro. Yo, you know what? Hold on. Hold on. I, I got to give, I do got to give a small, small credit to the players, though. Like, some of these fans be saying some crazy shit, man. They like, do. I'm not even going to lie. Mind you, I've been there. I've been that guy. Shit, I used to go to games after work when I was in the city, go right to Yankee Stadium from 14th Street, have a couple uh, adult beverages, as they say, before you get in and as you're in, and you start talking crazy. 
but also I know if this motherfucker turns around, he's going to beat my ass. You know what I mean? Like, so it's a give and take, but you know, you're not crossing that line of saying, I'll, you know, talking about families and children, you know, you talk about their game. If you, you suck ass, I'm going to tell you, you suck ass that night. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they're our own place. Yes. You know how many times I yelled at Jorge Posada at Yankee Stadium? <laughs> <laughs> and I love Jorge Posada. You've seen my my Puerto Rico baseball yes. player table that I made? Yes. And my Puerto Rican flag right here? That's my dude. But I told you she was mass produced that table, man. That shit is that shit is fire, bro. That I got ideas fire. for a new one coming coming this season. So once the uh, gazebo opens up, we should have something yes, new. Sir. So back to back to what you were saying. Yo, I don't know, man. Yo, basketball is, is, is fucking. To me, it's so unwatchable right now with with all of this shit going on, and the so. I would say that Richard Hamilton is probably the last point guard or Chauncey Billups was the last point guard. Like, those are the last two guys that you really saw who played defense and were, like, guards that would facilitate the ball. And you're talking about a Pistons team. Remember when the Pistons went on that run? Like, no team scored over 75 for, like, 30 games straight or some shit like that? Like, I would love to see a team like that. And then you got the Bucks who fired their coach, and the Bucks are in fucking second place at this point in the season. Do you know why they fired their coach? Was he fucking the owner's wife? No, he wasn't getting along with Giannis. So Giannis had no confidence in him. Oh, Giannis didn't have confidence in him. That's what what the the rumor mill is, is circulating. I don't don't even have a comment on that. I feel like the NBA has given so much power to the players that it's, like you say, it's unwatchable. The last time, I shit you not, I sat down and watched a full game. And you know how engulfed I am in sports. Like, I fucking love Mm -hmm. that shit was when Cleveland was playing the Warriors in the finals the first time. Yes. Where yes. Noah was agree. Noah's my youngest. He's nine now. He was probably shit, he wasn't born yet. That's how long ago it was. That was the was last that time I said up at the end there? Yep. Where he called that timeout <laughs> where they didn't have one. Yep. Pulled a Chris Webber. <laughs> fucking Crazy. Crazy. And yo, you know what? You know what makes golf enough in that I can also I can also like bring it back to like around the time when I feel like the NBA kind of got soft. Remember when 
when a lot of this racial injustice shit started. And mm-hmm. I forget the exact scenario, but LeBron had like tweeted a tweeted a comment or he had said something on the news and the yes. woman had come out and said, Oh, you know, he should just shut up and dribble. Yeah. And that was during the whole Black Lives Matter con Yes. Con- yes. Right. Conflict. And and everyone was like up and I was like, Oh, how dare this white bitch tell this black guy he should shut up and dribble and all this, you know. And it was it was a very pivotal time in media. It was a mm-hmm. pivotal time in sports. It was a pivotal, pivotal time in, in life in general. They know? even added it to the show that I got you to watch. Yes, yes, yes. Ted Lasso. Lasso. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember the episode, right? And looking back on it now, right? You know what, motherfucker? Yeah, just shut the fuck up and go. Just shut up and dunk. Bitch, all right? I'm, I'm, like, y'all motherfuckers look soft out there. All right? I, I appreciate you standing up and, you know, the black empowerment movement. I get it. I appreciate you. I love you, bro. But can we watch some basketball without y'all motherfuckers? Every time somebody drives down a lane, everybody acts like, oh, my eye, my eye. Like, you're fucking throwing yourself on the floor and all of this. I say, yo, come on, man, with that bullshit. Like enough already. Like I'm, 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 I'm done with that shit. Until that shit changes, I can't watch. And it's, it's so bad. You talk to the younger generation, the generation after us. I forget what the fuck they are. Gen, whatever the fuck letter they. Um, I couldn't tell you. But these kids, they see LeBron and they're like, he's the greatest fucking player of all time, and he's so great, and he's dead. Shut the fuck up. Is what I got to (laughs) say. I scream it from the fucking mountaintops. Fuck him. Right? He plays in an era that's catered to offense. Right? It's just like the NFL. Catered to offense. Everybody wants to see big plays. Everybody wants to see high scores. I get it. I enjoy it. Cool. But don't tell me that his bitch ass would have lasted. And I know it's an unpopular opinion. I know a lot of people jumped down my throat, but I got two for you from Stone Cold. (laughs) (laughs) That says he wouldn't have lasted in that era with the bad boys, with the hand checks. With you come down the lane and you see you see Big Mason and you, you see Oakley down the middle. Drive the lane. Shaq. I fucking Shaq. dare you, is what they told Shaq. you. Shaq. Shaq, yes. Mid-90s Shaq, are you out of your mind? Bro, when, when they didn't put him, I forget who it was. I don't know who it was that didn't put him on the list of top five centers of all time. Yeah, 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 that's fucked up, bro. I was like, are you serious? Do you you not remember how dominant he was? And he didn't shoot the three because he didn't have to, but he could. Listen, listen, let me tell you something. And I know this is going to sound very biased for me because my whole tenure of being a basketball fan, I pretty much just followed wherever Shaq went. And once he retired, I kind of fell off the basketball. 
my favorite player of all time is Shaquille O'Neal. And the numbers, the numbers will attest to this. You've heard hundreds and dozens of, of NBA players say this. That 1999 to 2002, 2003 Shaquille O'Neal, wasn't well, nobody stopping that dude. Unstoppable. Zero. He, he was literally dunk on you and rub his dick on the back of your ah. neck and then push you to the floor. Listen. And you weren't going to do shit. Listen, bro, let me tell you something. You're talking about getting 60 points in a game where teams were still playing defense. You know what I'm saying? And the referees yeah. were... If you had referees that are like, they're going to... Let you go to the brink of fighting and not Basically. call it technical. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck that, man. But I, I yo, I, I'm, I'm done with watching this era of basketball until they get back to, 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 to what it is and this unpopular shit. Like, even, I don't even know when All Star Weekend is coming up. I can't even tell you the last time I've been interested in the All Star Weekend and the dunk contest because. Since how many different dunks Vince Carter? That was the last one I really got hyped for. And I'll I'll end my LeBron Jordan shit with this. Space Jam one, fuck Space Jam two. Yeah, (laughs) Mike drop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, yo man and. Shout out to Don Cheeto, man. I'm sorry you had to be a part of that, bro. For real. For real. For real. That, that okay. kind of tarnished your legacy. Okay. Top sports movie. Top four of all time. That is a random number. You said he didn't say three. You said top four. Top four. Five? I don't know. I couldn't. Yo, I'm just. Yo, what's in that cup? It's the Jack Daniels. Cup? It's what does it to me. What's in your cup? What's in your cup, bro? What was in your cup? Because it's empty, man. <laughs> it's empty. It's uh, Jack Daniels, Tennessee Apple. It's what's in my cup tonight. <laughs> this motherfucker said top four. <laughs> you guys will be able to see us soon. We're we're getting we're working to it so we can oh you guys can man. share in the joy that we <laughs> yeah. have every episode oh. where we do. Yo, he said fuck top three, fuck top five. He said top four. I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> and I'm gonna refill my cup. Oh shit. Oh shit. Uh shit. Dude, do I have to give you an order? Or just You don't one? have to give an order, you just throw them out. Okay, good, 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 good. So I'm going to go with Space Jam 1, right? Okay. I'm going to go with the second Mighty Ducks movie. Yes. In L.A., yes. Mighty Ducks 2, my man. Mighty Ducks 2, right? I'm going to get sentimental on this one. I'm going to go Angels in the Outfield. Ooh. A dark horse. Oh, I like it. I like it. Well, Tony Danza. Tony Gl- uh, Danny oh. Glover. Yes, I like it. Bro. Go back to Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was for my boy. That was for my boy Ben. Man, yo, we've been saying that since 
insightful. <laughs> yo, yo, we would go to fucking Yankees games, and I would shout that shit from the stands and fucking random players. I'm like, go back to Cincinnati. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, my All right, and my last one. Again, you said no order. If I'm going sports movies, Little Giants. Ooh. Little Giants. Little Giants, bro. I like it. All right, so for me, remember the Titans. God damn it. I leave that off my list. One of my all time favorites. I can recite that shit. Forward and backwards. Going to wear myself out for the team? What team? What team? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm going to look out for myself and I'm going to get mine. And I'm going to get mine. Mm. So remember the Titans, Sandlot? Okay. That's a classic, bro. That is a classic. And I got the 20th anniversary. DVD that came with the tradable baseball cards nice, from nice, Toys R Us. Nice. That's like full circle <laughs> fucking 90s nostalgia right there. Mm, mm, mm. So remember the Titans, Sandlot. I'll go with um, damn. Now, now you got me thinking, fuck. Um, I'm going to make it tougher for you. You can't name anything that was on my list. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. E. All right. Um, uh, Can we do Gridiron, Gridiron Gang was a good one with The Rock. I enjoyed that. For real? I thought it was good. It was The Rock. Um, I don't know if I'd put it on my top five. I can't I can't add anything that was on your list, so here I am <laughs> looking like LeBron in Space Jam 2. Stupid as fuck. Uh, uh, nah, man. <laughs> nah, man. What about the shit? Ooh. What, what, what? Draft day. Go ahead. Draft day. Okay. Draft okay. day was a good one. Okay. Can I give an honorable mention? Go ahead. Ah, oh, I can't believe the fucking name is left me. What was the shit where the kid broke his arm and he became a pitcher? Oh, rookie of the year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yo. Yo, rookie of the year was my shit, bro. That yeah, was dope. Rookie of the year was my shit. And I don't know why I just started thinking about this. It was one of the long string of movies where you had a, a son and you had a mother but no father in the storyline. Yes. You know what blew my mind? You know what made me start start watching Chicago PD? You ever seen Chicago PD? No, I never watched it. Chicago PD, great show, Chicago Wednesdays on NBC. The mom from Rookie of the Year, the floater, she's on Chicago PD. That's why I started watching. I was like, ah. The mom from Chicago PD, I'm in. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that also happened man. with Sons of Anarchy. And then it broke my heart. <laughs> that's a that's a story for another day. 
<laughs> which led to a day off of work after the, the death of a certain character. But I'll, di- all been I'll digress on that one. We've all been there, man. We've yeah. all been there. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've never watched Chicago PD. I've, I've always thought about getting into it. But right now, our, our allegiance is to Law & Order, mm-hmm. SCU, and Criminal Intent. And, you know, even though it's not on TV anymore. I don't know if you ever watched Third Watch. You used to come on NBC. Mm, I never got into Third Watch. Oh, my fucking... Yo, let me tell you something. For those of you who haven't watched Third Watch ever, and you from New York City, oh, my God. I can't, I'm not, I can't even explain it. You just got to go... Okay. You got to go do your homework. Check it out. So, I'm also Law & Order SVU and Criminal Intent. Mm-hmm. Stapler or Benson? Where are you at? Cause I'm, I'm Stabler. That's my dude. That's why I started watching. Was it uh, organized crime? Yeah, you a sick fuck, man. How you gonna make somebody choose between Stabler and Benson, bro? Hey, that's sick. Welcome to OTBS. That's what we do here. <laughs> yeah, man. Cause that's definitely on some bill shit right there. How the fuck are you gonna make somebody choose? That's like saying, all right. Cereal or milk? You can't. You can't. How are you going to have one without the other? Um, but I, you know what? Um, I'm going to have to go Benson, bro, because she's been mm. here. She's been 10 toes down for she never left. years, man. Well played. She never left. And, I, and then, you know, I followed, I followed my man, uh, what's his name, uh, Christopher Maloney. Uh, mm-hmm. when, he left the sh- when he left the show, at that time, he went to join another show, which was one of my favorite shows at the time, True Blood. I was, I was, I was big in the fucking True Blood, man. And I was excited. I said, oh, shit, he's leaving one of my favorite shows and going to another one. Come to find out they kill this motherfucker off like three episodes in. I said, what kind of shit is this? <laughs> fuck you, bitch. Yeah, well, what the fuck is that? I said, ah, man, I'll catch you on the rebound, bro. And, you know... See, they pulled me in with criminal, um, organized crime, not criminal intent. Organized yeah, crime. yeah, 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 bro, organized crime. So they got Stabler. Then they do the whole mafia bit. You know me in mafia movies. That's my fucking wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in Taz Palmateri. You bring in Sonny. You bring in Sonny with the three fingers, and he's going to tell you about it. It's a wrap, bro. Yeah. You got yeah. me hook, line, sinker, watching every week. It's a wrap. And you're doing it in Coney Island? Yeah, that's wild. Yo, did you see this last episode of SVU? No, I didn't see this last week. All right, so I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it for you, man. But when you do watch it, and I guess if you watch it this week, we could discuss it on the next episode. This is exactly where we're going in New York City with this shit that's going on. That, that This next SVU episode, you're going to look at the victim and be like, what the fuck are you even talking about? And uh, I'm not going to spoil nothing. I'm going to have to check it out. Tune in for next week so you guys can oh. SVU oh. from the week of oh. 127. Check it out. You'll get our reactions next week. 
Unbelievable. Unbelievable, but what are you going to do, man? What you going to do? What you going to do? What's your plans for the week, man? Man, well, we got we got clinics this week, football clinics coming up on Wednesday. <clears throat> and, you know, we're looking forward to it, as uh, as they say. Um, looking forward to looking forward to spring football that's coming up. This is the first time we're doing that. Which, as a sports parent, you'll you'll enjoy this football, tackle football, right? Baseball and flag football, all at the same time, going like this to me. Just right, full all the way to the shoulder, waving hello. Just happy life right here, man. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. Trust me, I know, man. It, ah, yo, uh, I'm gonna take another shot in a second. I'm not going to say anything that's going to uh, incriminate your coaching powers. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. But I just want to say shout out to all the parents who, uh, you know, got your kids active and in the sports and all this other stuff. But I want to give an extra shout out, and you know who you are, to those parents who are forcing your kids into sports trying to live your lives through it because you guys make the job so much easier so much so much word up shout out to so, those parents who got the kids out there who don't <laughs> want to play anything and you're just doing it because you know you don't have a babysitter you know who you are so that could lead us into our next topic do you think it's a detriment to kids growing up that they get pushed into stuff that they don't want to do and they don't enjoy? We've been on both sides of it, right? We played sports growing up. I'm sure you enjoyed it as much as I did. It helped me. I moved around. I was an army kid, different, mm-hmm. not military. Salvation Army is a little different, mm-hmm. but still moved around the same way. That was my go-to. That's what helped me make friends, different countries, states, all that stuff. Sports was my safe haven, which, mm-hmm. shocker, I made sports podcasting. Wow. Big, here's my <laughs> surprise face. But yeah, you're to, the parents, <laughs> to the parents that put their kids in sports, oh, yeah, yeah. that, hey, they're not fucking sports kids. Uh-huh. You, I don't want to be rude or so malice, but... Y'all could tell 
if your kid's not a sports kid? Like, no, no, I don't think that's the case. I don't. You don't, don't think, think so? No, no, mm, bro. I'm you've been on the sidelines with me. You can tell who's a sports kid and who's a non-sports kid. I have. I'm gonna send you the video. There's a video that's viral on YouTube that I saw it. I saw it a few times. There's these uh, people in a driveway, right? And there's this little kid, and he's like, he has a basketball or something. And he shoots the basketball, and it goes, I don't know. And his mom goes, oh, this kid's going to be a professional one day. And the guy, like, lightly tosses the basketball to the kid, and it fucking slaps him in the face. <laughs> he's going to be a professional yeah. athlete. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a professional athlete. Bow, right in the fucking face with the ball. Yo, I swear on my life, if that is not an example of the delusion that some of these fucking parents have, and it's just like, yo, what the fuck? And and here, here's the crazy part, right? Because since I've been doing this, I, I have parents that I've come across that they're real. They're like, they, 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 keep, it, they keep it real. You're yes, like, man, I love those you know, parents. Absolutely love them. Like, you, you suck ass. Like, what the fuck is, like, what are you doing? Right. Like, get it together. They make the job easier. You know why they make the job easier? Because it, 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 it helps you on the level where, like, all right, I don't have to, I don't have to pussyfoot around how to approach making right. this kid better. Because and, and also helping him have fun. Because if 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 you see that there's like a little delusion thing happening, right? You kind of gotta like you don't want to the kids at the end of the day. You don't want to break right. their spirit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but it, it it makes the job a lot easier when the kid he's not too fast, and you can have him come over to you, and you like, and and you want to like. Instill this confidence, and you go, yo, listen, don't let that fucking kid outrun you. He's, right. Mm-hmm. He might be faster than you, but he's not better than you. Go get him. As opposed to the to the parent who's like, oh, uh, well, well, how come my son isn't getting playing time? He's one of the best kids on the team, and you like, hmm? what? <laughs> let me clean my glasses for a second. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you kidding me? But I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. And again, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything to, to cause a detriment to, to what you got going on. But you know what kind of doesn't help? It doesn't help when you have people in that have have access to certain things, and it's like. Well, your kid ain't shit either. But, but wait a minute. You're like, you're trying to force them down our throat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm going to be honest with you. And I said this before in prior episodes. I felt like these past, especially like the past couple of years, when I felt like, I felt like we ate a lot of shit. You know? Like, this last year. This last year, we ate a lot of shit. Yeah, especially especially this last year, and and you can attest to this. We put our our kids on the back burner, Mm -hmm. you know, and 
I, I know you felt the same way. I felt the same way. I have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know that Noah enjoys playing football. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know that if he doesn't play one snap or puts on pads or a jersey, he's still going to play football. Same thing with Mason. If he doesn't play in the game, he's still going to play football. Some of these parents feel like if their kid is not on that field in the game, they're going to fall into a black hole and no one's ever going to see them again. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to cater to that shit, man. And it's just- which, is, which is tough because I'll give you my perspective. So I've, I've been through it. I've got two kids. 18 and 9. My oldest son has been through the youth leagues, high school, and is now playing at the college level. Mm-hmm. When I've been on both sides of the ball now. So I've been the parent on the sideline, cheering on, watching the bullshit, watching what can be better. And you know how they always say, well, if you think you could do it better, do it better. Uh Okay. So now I'm coaching. So I've seen it from both sides and I understand it. And I can see the parallels of the people who say, hey, my kid should be in this position and my kid should be in that position. Okay. Hey, you get thrust into a certain position and you make fucking lemonade out of lemons. Mm-hmm. And you do what you got to do. And you and I are cut from the same cloth. So we do it not for us, not for our kids, but we do it to better our community and the kids in our community because that's how we are. So watching the cycle as it goes through, it's hard to not be jaded by it and not be like, man, fuck this shit. But you see the kids' faces and shit rolling up to the clinic this week, right? I'm walking in, dapping people up, saying what's up. I got kids from our team coming up. Coach, what's going on? How's it going? I've done this, 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 and this. That's what I do it for. Mm-hmm. I could give two shits what we do on the field. Mind you, we didn't get our first win till week seven, right? Week seven? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I do it for the kids. So that, coach, what's going on? How you been? I did this on my vacation. I did this. I did. That's what I do it for. I could give two shits about the outside noise. Yeah, we hear it as coaches, but whatever. It's those guys 
when they come up to you at banquet and they tell you, hey, coach, my girlfriend's here. Oh, word? What's she? <laughs> you got a girlfriend? Yeah, man. Coach, she's over there. She's in the blue dress. Bet. Cool. Good job, bro. That's what we do it for. Not mm-hmm. for, not for, oh, man, I'm going to a D1 college at eight. <laughs> Double birds to you. It's about, it's about the kids. They, yeah. there ain't no college coaches on our sidelines. They ain't yeah. looking at how much your kids running the ball. If your kid understands the concept of team and they under con- understand the concept of community and playing for each other, yeah. hey, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Nick Saban's not on our sidelines. That's and neither is Bill Belichick. I'm sorry to tell yeah. you, but that's not how it's going. Yeah, You got to work yeah. for that shit. And I've been through yeah. it. I've been to the camps. I've been through all that shit. If you want to go to that level, there's phases to it. You don't just get there because you ran a couple touchdowns and used football. Like, there's stages there's levels and you get out of your little bubble you get out of New York State there's some bad boys out there Yeah, they do this shit all year long yo I'm and they travel, man. And I had I had this conversation with my wife like a few years ago because you know I told you Mason is still kind of on that fence of what he wants mm-hmm. to do, and you know, and and as to where before I was kind of like, oh, I'm kind of edging him toward like I want him to play. Now I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't give a fuck whether Mason plays football or right. not. If he says tomorrow, listen, I'm all about this. I want to do it. All right, I got you. Let's go. We'll go do it. But if he tells him he doesn't want to do it, he's not going to do it. He's going to do something. Like I told him in his – Yes, like he's not just going to sit at home playing video games. Yeah, yeah right. no. We're going we're gonna to do something. And the reason I say that is because I was the kid. I sat in the house. Got, I came home. Mm-hmm. I went to school. I came home. I went to school. I don't want that for them. I want them to have their eyes open to the opportunity. Now, on the flip side of that, if – Baseball is open, and I sign him up for baseball. And after a while, I see, goddamn, Mason kind of ain't shit at baseball. But he's fucking at the games, and he's helping cheering his team on and all that other shit. Listen, I'm okay with him getting one or two bats and sitting there and fucking. But you know what? I'm also the realistic person who, if he tells me, you know, I don't want to play because I'm not getting that much playing time. I said, well, you kind of suck. So if you want to play, you're going to have to get better. I'm sorry yes. to tell you. You're going to have to run a little bit faster. You're going to have to catch the ball a little bit better. You're going to have to throw a little bit harder. You're going to have to make contact with the ball a little bit better. You're going to have That's to it. work 
when nobody's yeah, looking. To do the work. You gotta put in the work. Mm-hmm. You wanna get listen, if you want the royalties, you gotta put in the work. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. That's what you gotta do. Bro. But I'm not but doing that's this. that's what people don't get nowadays. They just think, hey, my kid, my kid is good right now in this area, and he should be good anywhere. But it's not, it's not that. Like, mm-hmm. I've been on the circuits. I've been to the combines at colleges. I've been to the combines at private workouts. I've been there. So I know what I'm talking about. There's levels to this shit. If you ain't putting in the work when everybody else is sleeping on a Saturday morning at 8 a.m. in the fucking rain on a high school football field working with coaches, you ain't getting to that point. Uh So, like, I'll tell you with me. I'm rocking the shirt. Kabunks. That's my boy. Number four, all day, I rock with him. He told me at the age of eight, Dad, I want to play football in college. I want to try to make it to the NFL. I told him, bet, bro. I will do everything in my power to make it happen. Leaving our town to go up to Boston. Florida, Myrtle Beach. Like, when I tell you we was in it, we was in it. And you got to sacrifice that time of hanging with your boys, hanging with your friends, going out drinking in high school. Like, if you want to do it, there are sacrifices you have to make to make it to that level. Like, uh-huh. it's not just, hey, I'm really good at ball. Yeah, you're good at ball, but you got to have a certain GPA. You got to be going to camps. You got to be training all the time. Like, bro, when I tell you we would drive from our town down to Rockland from us, which is probably about 40 minutes on a Saturday morning when it's raining, to be there by 8 a.m. to go and get a workout with a QB coach. That's the type of sacrifices you got to make. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, if you want it, it's there, but you got to put in that work, bro. Like, that shit ain't you know easy. What? To the parents who, and I've, I've, I've seen this too, to the parents who feel like, well, listen, my kid is putting in that work. My kid does have what it takes. You like you really feel like that, and you feel like all right, but he's just not getting that opportunity to showcase himself. It it sounds easier for me saying it, right? But the cream is always going to rise to the top. You kidding? You, you listen. You can try to block out the light as much as you want, but at some point. At some point, when you get that opportunity and you that fucking good, somebody's going to go, oh, shit. Like, 
yo, this has been here the whole time? Like, listen, Tom Brady, I'm not even going to say arguably, obviously the greatest quarterback of all time. When you get a chance, if you don't know, go see what number he was fucking drafted. Yeah. Six rounds? When, when you fifth, do that, fifth, six see rounds? when he got his first start. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you, you kind of, even fucking Michael Jordan, was Michael Jordan the number one draft pick in that year? Didn't start on his high school team? Come on. You know what I'm saying? So, so listen, man, patience is a virtue. You just got to believe in yourself. If the real thing is the real thing, then you can't hide it. You can't deny it. Uh, my oh, no, my no, biggest no. takeaway, what I always told and what I will still always tell my boys, you have to work harder than anybody mm. and know that just because you're good here in New York State, wherever it is, wherever you're at in the country, there's always someone better, and they're working harder. So you mm-hmm. need to work just as hard or twice as hard than that person to make it where you want to go. Yep. Yep. That's a fact, man. That's an absolute fucking fact, bro. That's so, bro, fucking fact, man. we've gone over. We're about an hour and 12. Give us the biggie words of wisdom of the night. Oh man, um, I'm gonna say, bro. I don't know. I, I'm getting to the point where now I don't even know where I'm going already with with these uh words. <laughs> We're gonna have to start documenting them so we know where we got. So I guess the only the only thing that I can really go with right now is. And, and this goes for you, it goes for me, it goes for everyone, man. Just be responsible for your own happiness. Just be responsible for your own digging yourself out the ditch, man, because it, it's so fucking easy to put yourself out there and, and rely on other people to make your day and rely on other people to, you know, uh, give you that breath of life. So you know what I'm saying? Um, you can't do that. You can't have other people be responsible for your happiness. Because more often than not, they are going to let you down and you're going to string yourself along and, and you're going to find yourself in the same position that you were when you woke up that morning. And you don't want to do that to yourself. I don't, I don't care if you're a single mother I don't care if you're a young man that grew up and you never knew your father. I don't care if you grew up in a foster home. I don't care if you've been battling a drug addiction your whole life. At some point, God is going to expect you to stand up on your own two feet and at least show him that you are willing to take the steps if he raises you up, you have to do that. You have to do that for yourself. You have to do that for your future. And I can't, I can't, I can't stress it enough. It's going to be better. 
I promise you that the, 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 the toughest step that you're going to take is the first one. No matter what you're trying to do, no matter what you're going through, it's going to fucking get better, man. But be responsible for your own shit. Bro, that's, that's what I got. That's what I got about eight shots into this fucking 18 minutes to kill it. Bro, I love it. <laughs> the Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter. The Sports Frenzy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We thank you guys for listening. We will be on YouTube soon. Be prepared. We're very... We speak with our hands. At least I do. <laughs> so <laughs> be ready. The Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter. The Sports Frenzy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace out.